When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's goody fam? Welcome back to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast, a podcast about leveraging mindset and perspective, psychology, so you could build a better life, a better business, and ultimately a better you. Um, I have a very, very special guest. One, he's from the, he's from the town, y'all. So you already know the vibe. Yes, sir. Um, but I really appreciate, you know, this brother's perspective. Um, I respect what he's built, um, especially knowing where he comes from. We come from a similar place. And uh, I think he has a lot of wisdom to share. And uh, I want this platform to be a platform where we can enrich our minds more so than anything. And so uh, I have my brother Ash Cash. Yes, sir. Yeah, brother, what's good? My guy. How you, man? Yeah. I'm good. Man, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. And I'm just just here to be a vessel, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to cook up. Yeah, yeah we got to. So so, so from, the, from, the, from the moment we met, I was like, oh, yeah, he from the town. Because you could tell there's an energy that we got, you know what I'm saying? So, 129th and 8th Avenue, Harlem, you know what I'm saying? You already know. St. Nicholas Projects, we in the building. We upta- uptown is cousins. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you're not from New York City, like, yeah. the Bronx and Harlem is like cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up, it's an uptown. What was it? What was it? Slightly different energy, but yeah. very, very much we we connected to each other. 100%, 100%. So, yeah, we. I, I I love it. I want to. Yes, yeah, I want to start a Bronx Renaissance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to start a Bronx <laughs> I mean, Renaissance. it's necessary. We just, we, we, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a, the bubble in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of magic up up top. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yes, you know, I felt similarly, right? Mm-hmm. Like we we in similar circles. Yeah, the energy is there. Yeah, you know what I mean. The era is right there, so we could. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I I think one of the things for me was I didn't see anybody um, growing up that had my perspective or yeah. had my same desire or drive or my hunger for just wanting to go. Beyond the block, yeah, and you know, just and getting to know you and hearing your story, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, different hood, yeah, same, same same mentality, yeah, yeah. And so I thought it was very important uh, to to no pun intended <laughs> to bring you on the pod and just yeah. and just share about your journey and and you know how you got where you are, your thought process, your perspective, yeah, yeah. Um, but first, like. Tell me about what's going on with you right now. Where's where Ash Cash at right man, now? Man, uh, man, Ash Cash. Um, I'm I'm out of space, man. Growing up in the projects, um, I did a lot in corporate America. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we were talking earlier behind the scenes. Uh, I've been a hustler all my life, man. Mm-hmm. So, 
packing bags at eight years old, um, graduated to, to you know, being a vendor on 125th Street, Mart 125th Street, uh, selling mixtapes and T-shirts and things of that nature, did summer youth, wound up getting my first uh, job uh, when I was 17 years old, uh, working at Blockbuster Videos. Um, yeah, that was my first job. What? They were. Yo, worth everything, man. I worked at <laughs> 17th and 8th, man. 8th Avenue in Chelsea, actually. First job at 17 years old. Uh, did that for about two years. Got promoted to assistant manager. Wound up um, having an opportunity to work at a bank, um, at Chase Bank at 19. And, like, the, the rest is sort of history for me. Mm. Was able to do everything in banking from teller to personal banker to private banker. When I left banking, I was the uh, CEO of a credit union at 31 years old. So I did everything in banking, killed, killed the corporate game, decided that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. Um, and so in 2009, I wrote my first book called Mind Right, Money Right, 10 Loans of Financial Freedom, uh, became an entrepreneur, uh, released 14 books, uh, five uh, bestsellers. Um, I've sold over a quarter of a million books as an um, entrepreneur. Um, built some pretty amazing things. Um, been able to generate over eight figures um, as an entrepreneur. So over $10 million in, in actual cash collected. Um, and really, I'm just at a, I'm at a space now where... Um, you know, I had this saying, right? So like, regardless of what, um, your religious background is, whether you're Muslim, whether you're Jewish, Christian, um, all of the ancient scriptures, right? The mm -hmm. Bible, the Torah, the Quran, they all say that we are made in the image and likeness of God. And so if God is the greatest, then what does that make us? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I believe that all of us, um, who are on this earth, our only job is to prove God, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who are born with like silver spoons in their mouth, um, they don't have the the greatest opportunity to prove God because they kind of came into this world with an experience where they pretty much have everything. But a lot of us that have nothing, the only way we can prove God is to show that even given the worst circumstances, we could excel and maximize our full potential. Um, and so I say we are God, right? Little G, greatness on display. Mm. And so we got to we gotta make sure that wherever we come from, we show like, yo, it don't matter. Like, I'm going to show you my greatness. Um, and so now I'm at a space where, you know, they told me I was going to be dead or in jail by the age of 21. By 24, uh, I was a VP at one of the largest financial institutions in the world. Um, you know, so I killed it from a corporate perspective. Then when I quit my job, right, you got to think I'm a CEO of a credit union. Everybody was like, yo, Ash made it. Yo, he the guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, nah. You know what I'm saying? said, I'm so far ahead of my time. I'm about to start another life. Look behind you, I'm about to pass you twice. twice. You feel me? So I like yo, nah, I'm good. I, I wanna. It's time to, you know, I wanna do something different. So I'm getting this entrepreneurship thing. Everybody, my mom, everybody was like, yo, bu yo, bro, you bugging. Mm -hmm. Get into entrepreneurship, and then I'm able to, you know, you know, you know, create a, a eight figure business, right? Generate eight figures, right? So I said, oh man. So now. That, you know, I'm always going to be an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur in my blood. So that's never going to stop. But now I'm on a different mission where I'm like, all right, bet. You, you know what you can do for you. Now, what is it that you can do for other people? Mm. Um, and, and again, with that whole concept of being greatness in, on display, um, you know, are you doing, right? The Bible says, are you, are you focused on the least of these, right? What are you doing for the least of my people, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm like, all right. 
I know that what I could do, and I know the potential of everybody, because everybody's just a mirror, right? So if I could do what anybody could do, if I see you, anybody, we all we all have the same access. Um, and so and so recently, um, I started a nonprofit organization called Abundance Code. Um, code stands for creating opportunities despite the environment. So despite your environment, it don't matter. You could create you know opportunities for yourself. Um, and my my goal is to focus on the justice impacted individuals. So this includes formerly incarcerated men and women. This includes the children. This includes the family. This includes everybody who has a situation because we know what mass incarceration did to our yep. community. Um, but I but I always look at the silver lining of things. And I think that um, within that tragedy, there's a blessing in it. Um, and there are millions, right? I think there's over 100 million um, individuals that are justice impacted um, that have been some some way have, have, you know, some type of record, felony, something. Um, and so imagine if, if, if all of those 100 million people and their families kind of understood um, how to build a six, seven, or eight-figure business. Um, and I feel like that's, that's like my mission now. Um, and so that's what I'm focusing on is really just kind of helping, you know, the, the least of these. And when I say, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth, when I say the least, I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm just saying that the people who have these situations who don't even realize that they are greatness, right? Like they, mm -hmm. they, like they are that already. Um, and I wanted to kind of like help teach them how to get to that space of um, unlimited abundance. No, I love that. Yeah. And, I, and I, lo I love, first of all, congrats. Because I appreciate you. Just, this is about to be a bar fest, y'all. I just need y'all <laughs> to understand. I, I need y'all to know what's about to happen. Yes, if you're from the town, you probably already caught what's happening. But yes, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get, it's gonna get ugly. In yes, here. Sir. yes, sir. Um, but I love the abundance piece. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, one of your, your mantras, you know, abundance, abundance is your birthright. Your birthright. Yes, sir. Right? And so I, I, I identify with that because I just, I didn't... I didn't come from much, but yeah. but one thing I was blessed with, uh, my mother gave me supreme confidence in yeah. myself. Yeah, I never felt like I was better than nobody, but I never yeah. felt like nobody was better than Facts. me. Facts, and that's all you needed, right? Yeah. I, and that that was it. I was yeah. outside, mm -hmm. like, oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. But I I now recall I identify with what you saying. People like, are oh, you bugging for leaving? I remember my first day on Wall Street. I go. I'm I'm uh, I'm working with like a, I'm like direct reporting to SVP. I went to say something. Person was like, "I'm speaking." Mm. I'm like, mm. "Okay, yeah." He's like, listen, very first words: you yeah. either gonna swim or you're gonna die here. Yeah. And I was like, well, "You got you must think <laughs> right." This is the first challenge I've ever had. Right. And I think it's beautiful what you're doing. You know, with the nonprofit and the work and just the journey, because I've always felt like. Um, us project babies, yeah. us block babies, mm -hmm. we have an education yeah. that you can't learn in school nah. and you can't get late in life. We can learn what they learn mm -hmm. in them books. Yeah. But we got something special. Yeah. And so just when you were speaking about the, you know, uh, you know, the code and all that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can directly align with that because yeah. I've had those moments. Yeah. And and what one of the things that People have to realize, especially if you are a block baby and you you was outside outside, um, basketball saved my life, right? So I I was a hooper, right? And so while you know I grew up in the late nineties where or in the nineties where it's like it was it was going down. New Jack City. New Jack City. <laughs> um and what I realized though was because I was going from tournament to tournament to tournament, I stayed out the streets, you right? Have idle time. Right. I didn't have idle time. But um 
when I was in the, on the block, I had access though. I had direct access to the gangsters. I had direct access to the guys who, like I like I saw my first dead, and I say first means I see multiple dead bodies. Right. I saw my first dead body at 12 years old at, at the basketball court. Crazy as we were, every time we heard a shootout, you would think we would run away from it. We after the gun smoke cleared, we ran to, to it see what happened. to see what happened. Yep. Um, and so at twelve years old, I saw my first dead body, and uh, like being so up close and personal, I, I've seen people strip naked. I've seen people pistol whipped. Yep. As a kid, though, seen it all. And you think about the the trauma it normalizes that it normalizes it. And so now in my head, that's my normal. So when I go to corporate America. And, and 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 I, you know, I have access to make all of this money. And the, the worst thing that could happen to me is somebody don't like me. Or you're going to fire or me. Or somebody going to fire me. I think that's the worst thing that could happen. Like, like, like there's days where, I even date, yo, there's moments that I didn't know if I was going to get past the summer. Like, like we didn't, we didn't look ahead. Of t we didn't look ahead. We didn't leave like, yo, next year we, yo, we wanted to get to sep Yo, September was the best time of our lives. You know, you made it, you made it back to the school, year. back to the school year and stuff dies down. But when that summer hit, you like, yo, we just, I, we were just talking off camera. I said, listen, I, my, my children have grown up yeah. in a very different environment. Yeah. I do not need them to grow up the way I 100%. did. 100%. But yeah. we, if you are from New York City, yeah. you know about the f that one fight that in the summer that popped it off. off. Absolutely. And it's like, that's yeah. almost like the, you know, you think about the NBA, what's the storyline? Yeah. That first fight right. that popped the summer off right. is the storyline for the summer. Absolutely. And everything spills, spills out. Spills from that. From that. Yeah. And so Cold you summer, right? In, in the words of that. <laughs> it get wicked. Yeah, yeah, it get yeah, wicked. Yeah. And tell me, when, when was... The first moment you realize, like, oh, this is where I'm at. I actually don't want to be here. I want something different. Do you remember that moment? Yeah. Um. Yo, what's goody, fam? Listen, I know, I know. I'm going to let you get back to the episode. But I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the, the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values, and we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type, what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in, and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode. It, I, I want to say, oddly enough, it happened, I was in my 20s, um, and one of my guys just got shot, actually. Mm. Um, so so if, you, if you understand the hood, you know that there's a transition where it's like the young boys and the old heads, um, and there's a transition for power. Like, like the young boys want the power. Mm -hmm. they, you know what I'm saying? And even if, even if the old head um, is not an old head in the hood, is, it's 21. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a two three year difference. So it's like if you 17, your old head is 21. You know right. what I'm saying? And so even if the old head not even on it like that no more, but because they have a reputation and they get busy, like. The, the young guy gets stripes. Off of, you get a off, name off. You get a you get name off of that, right? So, um, I want to say, how old was I? I'll probably like 22, I want to say. Maybe mm -hmm. like 22, 23. 
Um, and at this, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still, I'm working at the bank because I started, I, mind you, I started working at the bank at 19. One for that, one for that, one for that. So I'm working at the bank, um, but I'm also playing a block. In fact, in fact, it's so crazy because I was making so much money. I'm making like 60K, right? I mean, relative, in right? In the hood. In the hood, that's, you're I'm popping. I'm popping, bro. So, so I'm making, I'm, I'm making about 60K at the time. Uh, dodging trepids. I had a, I had a gold, <laughs> yo, I had the gold dodging trepid, 20 inch rim. So, so, so people actually thought I was a hustler. Like they actually thought I was hustling. Money, yeah. I was getting money. You know what I'm saying? So I remember. Um, so I'm playing a block. So I'm hanging with all the drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? I'm hanging out with all the drug dealers or whatever. Um, you know, one of my men. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he has a reputation. You know what I'm saying? He got busy. You know what I'm saying? But he's cool. He's chilling now. Like we. At this age, we think about girls. Like, we trying to go to the club, pop out. You know what I mean? We chilling. We not mm -hmm. on nothing, right? Long story short, civil war happens in the hood um, where it's, pe it's people in our hood fighting against each other. Now you got two sides. Yo, I grew up with you now. Like, there's a it's lot weird. going on. Yeah, we're going on. Um, and and one night, you know, and, and, and oddly enough, I always I always played the avenue with my guy. Always. It was all it was a about four of us. We always was like, yo, just on the Ave. You know, Eighth Avenue was the spot. You know what I mean? Fifty fifth is over. All the every, all the traffic come through Eighth Avenue. I already know. You know what I'm saying? So we was zip code all Yo, over. we was cooking, right? So this is summer night. For whatever reasons, I, I'm not on I'm not I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? Um, long story short, my man, like one of the young boys tried to take my man out. Luckily, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, he, 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 he made it. You know what I'm saying? But at that moment, I said to myself, Ash, what if you was out there? Right? You got a thriving career as a banker. You still playing one foot in, one foot out. If you was out there, who knows how it, how it would have went, right? Because number one, I, you know, who knows? Like, it wasn't as if, you know, you know, my guy was always protecting himself, too, though. They just caught him. Caught him lacking. Caught him lacking. And I'm saying he just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they caught, they, they, they caught him in a way where he didn't expect it kind of thing. But if he was, if he, if he was on it, then it the situation would have been different. Yeah. And had I been there, that jam either way. It would have jammed me up in a way where I wasn't ready for it, and so at that moment I just had to make a decision. At that moment I had to ask myself, am I am I gonna am I gonna stay with the familiar? Because that's what it was, right? I would leave work in my suit, run through the back of my building, so nobody see me, run upstairs real quick, change my clothes, and then come out the front with the mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying with the Pele on with the you know with the with, with the hood regalia yeah yeah the Wazam or Pele you know what I'm trying to say you know what I mean and, and, and I was I was playing both sides so I had to make a decision I'm like yo what side of the fence do I want to want to be on um and I and I said yo you know what I know I know how this how this movie ends still I play Star Rolling oh, Carlitos yeah. way you know what I'm yeah. saying so I know how the movie ends so I said you know what all right let me try to see what this other way goes. And that was the moment where I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying, I'm good. Um, you know, luckily I, you know, I, I, I met my wife around that time. Mm -hmm. um, and she, you know what I mean, she's she from Brooklyn, but she lived in the Bronx at the time. And so, you know what I'm saying? So, so I just started spending mad time in the BX, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and the rest is history. I just kinda, she kinda helped, you know, mold me um, and really see more. Cause I already, you know what I mean? When you from the town, you already think you, you, you him. Yeah. But she kind of molded that in a way where, you know, I was able to articulate why I'm him. And, 
you know, that was the moment that I I, I shifted and I started to just just yeah, go shout out, out. Shout out to the queens that yeah. know how to how to get us together. One hundred percent. Yo, I think that's a cheat code though. Right. I think it's the Chico. I think that a lot of guys out here, you know, who, you know, like we think in our 20s, we got to be running around going crazy in our 30s, whatever. Like I know grown men who are still trying to figure it out um, and they don't realize that um, a stable home says more about your success than an unstable home. And what I mean by that, it's it's almost like um, it's almost like a like a like a like a hooper. Right, because mm-hmm. we, we can relate to that. Um, the Hooper who um, does all the drills, yep. right, does all the drills, works out, is always in the gym, um, is more likely to be a star than the Hooper who just gets dressed and just goes out and play ball, right? Why? Because in order to be a star, there's a level of, you know, work behind the scenes discipline work ethic right work ethic discipline and that's the key word is that there's a level of discipline that you have to have in order to still practice when you know you could do 20 30 points easily like you right like don't don't work until you get it right work till you can't get it wrong Mm -hmm. that's the difference between a star somebody who's just an average ball player will get it right and think they ready the person who is a superstar, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James. They don't do it till they get it right. They do it till they can't get it wrong. So there's a level of discipline that comes with that. Well, getting the right woman, the right partner by your side, um, it takes a level of discipline to be able to maintain that. Yes, it does. Right? Because, I mean, we it is what it is. I've been getting money for a very long time. And with money comes power, with power comes women. And if you're not disciplined enough to say, yo, this is, that's the one. I don't care what, I don't care what none of y'all doing. That's the one. And you're able to focus on your significant other and give them what they need so they could give you what you need. Um, it takes a level of discipline, but that discipline pays off tenfold, right? Because me being a CEO of a credit union at 31 years old is not happening without my wife, us having conversations, her guiding me where I need to go. You know, me writing books and being an independent author and selling quarter million books and, you know, making, you know, millions of dollars as an entrepreneur. That's not happening with, 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 without my wife supporting me and, you know, helping guide me. Like, there's not an idea that I have that I don't run by her and she's the one that says, ah, I like that idea, but now, nah, how about you do this? Like, like it's almost like a enhancement yeah right like like it enhances my idea it enhances what i do um and so yeah having that having that right person by your side is def- definitely yeah, a cheat code it's like shark tank at the crib 100 and 100%. you know i think that it's so interesting right and i think about the environment and it's it's almost like back home you got you got old heads and ogs that love you they're trying to give you game but they might not be giving you the right game yeah yeah because right? it because you hear that you hear men on this side say, lock in with one woman. Right. That might be the best advice you could give a young guy. Right. But it's counterintuitive to what we see and what right. we experience yeah. in the hood. You don't get to know that until you have the experience. Yeah. I had somebody tell me, I ain't going to say who. Yeah. I had somebody tell me, yo, I got a ring and I put it on mm. when I go to business meetings so that. Yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, yeah, what I'm saying? Because psychologically, yep. it communicates something yep. to people. Absolutely, and it shows stability, right? You think you think about you think about the reason why. If you think about most billionaires, they're married, yep. right? And it says something also because when you're in a room with people who are putting either their capital, uh, whether it's a partnership, whatever it is, they're putting a lot on the line to do business with you. Without you being married, it do, it doesn't show stability in God, your house. Certain level, skin in the game, right? And so now. You know what I'm saying? You become a liability. Like some business people, you become a liability to them if you don't ha if you're not stable. Like to the point where a lot of um, I know for me, like a lot of wealthy people that I that I've had conversations with, it, they're always asking about my family first. They're always asking, like, also, you know, so like like somehow, some way, the conversation about family comes up. Has to. And, 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 you know, I believe that it's about that stability. Are you stable? Are you, you know, and, and, the, and the truth is, you know, is like um, it makes it difficult, right? If you're spending a lot of time with somebody and they're not married. And so, 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 so I'll, I'll say this because I don't want to, I'm not bashing single people. I'm not no, no, bashing no, it's just, people. It's just different. It's just different because if you, you got to think when somebody's single and they're doing business with another single person, um, there's a level of grind. There's a level of grit. There's a level of uh, not caring that comes with that, right? Like, like you could, you could let your hair loose. You could go pop bottles. You could do, there's certain things you can do <laughs> that, you're that you're not doing if you're married. Right. And so it makes it a little tough when you're a married person doing business with a single person and then having that, like there's things that they just don't understand, right? There's, there's sacrifices that uh, a single person is willing to make that I necessarily can't make or I don't want to make. You get what I'm saying? And so there is that fine line of, you know, you know, having like knowing, all right, you single. So you got you got these rules that you abide by. I'm a married man. I got these rules that I, I abide by. And ultimately, uh, as you get higher and higher, you know, up the success ladder, you're going to realize that the majority of people have some type of stable situation. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't you know, be the president without being married. Yeah. Not happening. Yeah. You, it's not happening. It's not happening, yeah. You got to have a, a first lady. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so I don't a, care who you are. Right. Figure it out before. Facts. 100%. <laughs> look, if you know, you know. Right? Figure it out. <laughs> One of the other things I, I can identify with, and this sort of is a, you know, or a trampoline into people's trajectory in life. Yeah. Um, the, the duality of, okay, I'm working a job or I'm doing this. But I'm anchored into the hood. That's my like, my my comfort. Yeah, it's what I know. Yeah, and developing like seeing the outside world mm -hmm. and seeing that people think and move a different way mm -hmm. and starting to develop those skills. But you still speak the language. How do you feel like um, having that duality or being able to have a street savvy? Yeah, translates into you know doing business because. Yeah. And I, I'm asking you specifically because there's a there's a there's a little us mm -hmm. in the hood right now that's yeah. watching this, and they don't see how to math math or so why it's important. Yeah, right? one to get different experiences, get exposed to different things. Yeah, but also how you could take the same energy and same skill that yeah. you deploy to do something negative mm -hmm. 
to do something fruitful yeah. that'll multiply for you and your family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the words of the Honorable Sean Carter, man, um, you could try to change, but that's just the top layer, fam. You was who you was when you got here. What I want people to realize, so I give I give you a quick story. So, um, I, how old was I? I probably was in, I, I probably like early 20, like 20, 20 21. Um, I was selling um, mixtapes, and what I what I was doing was me and me and a bunch of guys, uh, we put compilations together. We would go to different hoods in Harlem, um, and we would get like different rappers or whatever who's hot in their actual block, and we put them in a compilation, right? So, you know, fetch mm-hmm. out the you know hell up in Harlem. It was the you know DJ oh, get yeah. on up, right? Mm-hmm. So we was doing that, right? So I remember. Um, one of my guys that I was hanging with, you know, he, he is, he's a gangster. Like, he just ooze gangster. Um, and I'm, I'm chilling with him one day, and I got all these CDs in my hand. I'm like, yo, we, the best way we could get them off is just go to the barbershop. So I'm like, I right, bet I'm going to start with my barbershop. So I go to my barber. I walk in, um, and I ask him. I said, yo, you know what I'm saying? I got this project, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm explaining it to him, everything, blah, blah. Um, and I'm like, yo, you know, can I, you know, I'm asking him, like, yo, can I leave some, blah, blah, whatever, whatever. He like, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, I right, bet. So I walk out. So my, so my guy sees me. He's like, yo, why you got them CDs in your hand still? I said, yeah, he said he was good. Like, give me those. So he took them, and then he went in, he went in, went in the barbershop, and he put them down on the, on the counter. He told the barber, he said, yo, um, I'm going to leave these CDs right here. they $10 a piece as people are walking in and, in and out. If they see the CD and they want it, um, you know, just get the $10 or whatever. I'm going to break you off $2, and then I'll just come back later, and then let me know how they do. And then he walked away. I said, yo, how you do that? He said, they used to call me Masher. He was like, yo, Masher, do, do more telling, less asking. Mm. He said, do more telling, let's ask. I said, a word. So fast forward, I get to the bank. And I, it always stuck in my head, do more telling, let's asking. And so now I started testing out both. I'm sitting with a client. The client wants to open up a bank account. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm at, do you want a bank account? Nah, do more telling, let's asking. So now I'm listening to them. I'm talking to them. I'm seeing what their needs are. And I say, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. or Mrs. Customer, here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up a checking account. We're going to give you a savings account. It comes with, with a credit card. It comes with this, da, 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 because based on your needs, this is what you need. All right, here, here's the paperwork. Sign right here for me, All right? Later on, I realized that's called assumptive selling. Mm-hmm. And so in the hood, my guy's calling it do more, do more telling, less asking. That's just the gangster way of doing it. But there's actually a, it's actually a methodology called assumptive selling. And so the same skill yep. that it took to sell CDs, right, is the same skill that it took me to make hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank because I was doing something selling. And so I tell people who are from the block that um, you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. right? And so the only reason you don't believe that your hood skills are transferable is because people are lying to you, right? People are telling you you got to change who you are in order to, you know, get ahead in life and things of that nature. And you, you've never been there. So you don't know that that's a lie. And so what you have to do is just be willing. That's all. Be willing to have a dream and be willing to take the first step. Be willing to get uncomfortable. Be willing to look stupid. Be, be willing, to, be willing to, to, to not know. My first day that I walked into the bank, my shirt, my, like I didn't know that you have to be able to put a, just one finger, that's it. Yep. <laughs> Anything more than one finger is, is you're doing too much. So my, 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 my shirts was baggy, like I, my suits was too big. Um, I talked in, in street vernacular. 
Nah, I mean, anything with nah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Come from the hood. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I had to. It's all right though. I I, I did what most people wouldn't do though. I got I got uncomfortable. I got into the environment. And I was able to see, right? It, you know, one of my books, uh, My Right, Money Right, Tellos of Financial Freedom, I have this concept called see more, be more, which means that the more you're able to see, the more you'll, you'll be able to be. And so for me, I had to put myself in an uncomfortable position in an environment that I don't know so I can see how people operate in that environment. Yep. And I'm not being them, right? When I, when I now adapt that environment, I'm being me within that environment. So now I'm learning, okay, bet, this is how you do this, this, all right, bet. So let me add the Ash Cash flavor to banking. And that's how I got successful. Let me add the Ash Cash flavor to entrepreneurship. And that's how I got successful. Like I've never gotten into anything and tried to be somebody else. All I wanna, just give me the rules and I am going to bend those rules to my favor. Yep. And that's what could, anybody who come from the block, that's all you gotta do. Go to an environment that you want to be in, learn the rules, and then bend those rules to your favor in order for you to, to you know to thrive. There's no there's no competition when you're authentic. None at all. There's none. Yeah. And I and I, I love that. Uh there's I realize it's a universal truth because you said see more, be more. Yeah. What I like possibility is my currency. Mm, like facts. I'm a possibilitarian. Mm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And a and a lot of what what drives me is showing kids that look like me that come from where I come from mm -hmm. what's possible. Yeah. Through the way I live my life. Yeah. Because I can't give it to you, but mm -hmm. I can model mm -hmm. what it looks like. Greatness on display. You know what I'm saying? Bingo. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's going to be me and my flow and my speed, yeah. but I'm showing you that you can win and you don't got to play ball. Facts. And you don't got to hustle. Yep. Right? You don't got to be an Uda or nothing. Like, you mm -hmm. can really... Figure out your, if you like games, game. Facts. Do your thing. Like, in the hood, we got the most beautiful, brilliant minds. It's just, we locked in this, in this cage. Yeah. Right? So, I've always just had this fascination, this curiosity, and just like a, I don't care about what nobody think about mm -hmm. me. Let me just go. So, even with language, right? Mm -hmm. People are like, yo, why you talking like that? Or yeah. why are you using dictionary words? It's like, yeah. no, nah, I got a command of the English language. Right, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. You should probably. And, and, and it's a blessing to be able to switch switch out of it whenever you want to. Listen, like, I like, have a right hand and a left hand. Always. Like, literally, right, I'm talking about right at this very moment, if you put me on any hood anywhere, I'm good. And right now, at this very moment, you take me and put me in any boardroom anywhere it's i'm good. good yeah and you you know it, yeah it's a it you recognize what it is when you get in those spaces yeah you know how to adjust so i even the first time we chopped it up it yeah. was a bunch of people and yeah. then cool the moment we it clicked to both of us yeah. oh he from the town right, right. It's, it's it's switched immediately immediately we're like oh yeah yeah absolutely well, you, you play yeah yeah yeah, we yeah, 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 we yeah, yeah i said Tell him right. I went to the race. Right. He said, nah, that's... Yeah, yeah. It's a... He's valid. You just know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's like that in the world. Yeah. You don't have to have the understanding, but your people... Yeah. And the things that's on your frequency are naturally going to be attracted 100%. to you. Right? 100%. And so you say see more, be more. Yeah. The, the way I articulated from my lived experience was awareness breeds choice. Mm. You can't choose something mm, that, you, that you're mm, not aware of. Right? It's a bar. Your life... 
is a reflection of the choices that you are making. Yeah. And those choices are based on the choices that are available to you, mm -hmm. that you know of, but it doesn't represent. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All the choices that exist. Mm -hmm. So what I tell people is your dream life is mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. You just haven't come across the option to choose it. Facts. And that's why exposure is important. Facts. Right? Yeah. So to see more, be more is the equivalent Absolutely. to that. But it's a universal truth. You feel Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's the thing. Like you said, like you can't choose what you, do, what you don't see, which is why... I feel like there's an obligation, right, yes. for people who come from where we come yep. from to show, right, to display that greatness because, you know, if you only showing people from where we come from, the only way to be successful is to play ball or rap, which are the most... Um, it's 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 like lit winning the lottery, literally. And so if all of our young people are focused on winning the lottery, when there are tech jobs, there are banking jobs, finance, like there's, there's so many things that we could do within the world that could help us make hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. We just need to see the possibility. And once we see the possibility then. Yeah, you can stop the stuff that we already know. Yeah. You got, in the hood, you got a loan shark. Yeah. You work downtown, you work in finance, you mm. understand there's lending companies. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. If you, you know what I mean? If you, you getting money and people put points on something, right. you understand what interest is. Facts, 100%. It's transparent. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The same and once thing. it clicks and you realize like, oh, I knew I had a competitive advantage right. when I was down exactly. There. I was going crazy. Yeah. I was like, yo, who is this yeah. young and walking around? Yeah. You know, so I had to adjust with the suit. 100%. I also would say that was an easy transition because I went to the race, so right. we had to so dress you're ready. up. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. Was, yeah. It was just a matter of, you know, the polish, right? And and once once I hit that stride, it was it was over. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. the you know you were talking to me about the the work that you're getting into. Yeah. Um, with recidivism. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. It's something that impacted my family. Yeah. And a lot of families that I'm connected to. Yeah. Um, I've done some work adjacent to it, mm -hmm. and when I got introduced to it, I realized like, oh wow, like this, you know, you you get a stamp on you, mm -hmm. it can really change your the the trajectory of your family. Yeah, what I'm saying. So many people's families get affected when one person go behind the wall. Yeah. So, talk to me a little bit about how you like what inspired you to get into yeah. the work, and then 
you know, some of the things that you're working on right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, salute to the family, uh, you know, Tiffany and Kevin Childs. If you know, you know. Yes, sir. If you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So back in 2009, no, 2008, actually, right? 2008, 2009, um, you know, Tiffany and Kev, uh, you know, they had a magazine called the Don, Don Diva, Diva Magazine. Yeah. Um, and um, a mutual friend introduced me to Kev. Um, and at the time I was just wanting to get into like writing and becoming an author. Um, and so I was just looking for any way to, you know, to get my word out there. Um, and so because it was a popular hood magazine, you know, somebody introduced me to Kev, spoke to him and Tiffany, and I was like, y'all want to do a column in there. Um, so I did a column called Ask Ash Cash. Yeah. I had a column inside of Don Diva magazine called Ask Ash Cash. Um, and I was just giving financial advice every month, financial advice. Um, and then I would put my book on the back of the, uh, on the back of the magazine so people could buy my books or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, they had the sticky pages and all that stuff. So, so <laughs> if you know, you know, yeah. right. Sticky pages. Love, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, and so, so while it was really going, you know, the circulation was, was big in the hood. It was also big behind the walls because of the sticky pages. Um, and so from that, you know, my book started to sell out nationally behind the wall. So I, I'm getting I'm getting letters on my P.O. box, people ordering books, things of that nature. Um, fast forward, they stuck they stuck with me. Right. Mm. And so so we're talking 14 years later. I literally still get bunches bunch of letters uh, from people behind the wall. You know, telling me how they read my book, how it was powerful. And you got to think about it. I got 14 books now. And so now they have a library full of them. I remember this one story. Uh, fast shout out to my brother, Keedron Brewster, you know, boss man Brewster out of Texas. My guy, my guy Keedron, we was together here in Atlanta. And one of his guys from Texas called him. He, he, he was doing 24 years. And he called him. And he was and, and, and he was talking to him. And Keedron was like, yo, you're not going to believe who I'm with. He was like, who? He was like, yo, I'm here with Ash Cash. He was like, nah, you're not here with Ash Cash. So now, mind you, this is a guy who's behind the wall 24 years. And he's like, nah, you're not there. So I'm like, yo, peace, kid. He like, yo. And he started telling me how my, I have a book um, that I wrote uh, called The Wake Up Calls based on Jay-Z's 444 album. Yeah. He was like, yo, The Wake Up Call, da, da, da. And so it was, it was, it was moments like that, right? It's getting Coralinks. Emails, right? Yep. So that's that's like a correspondence with with inmates, getting letters from inmates, uh, meeting people who come home who tell me, "Yo, I was behind. I did I did ten years in the feds, and I read this book and that book." Matter of fact, fast shout out to my brother Dre, Andre Norman, went to Fulton County Jail. I kid you not, went to Ful Fulton County Jail. Wallow was there. We, you know, mm -hmm. Shans was there. We all went and we were supporting. Yo, one of the one of the inmates saw me and he said, "Yo, I got your Nipsey Hustle book." He went to his he went to his cell, came back, and I signed the book for him. Oh, that's love. You get what I'm saying? And so I was I was seeing all of that and I was like, man, like there's so many people that relate to me who are behind the wall. Cause I am them. Right? I've never I've never done any physical time behind the wall, but I've done time behind the wall. Yeah, if you got you somebody behind the wall. You got somebody on the wall, you done time. You know what I'm saying? And so so we're the same. And so I talk in a language that they understand. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I need to be more intentional. And so as I started to look, um, really, as I started making a lot of money, right? And and, 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 let, and let's, let's just be honest. Um, 
making a lot of money ain't all what it's cracked up to be. It's not. But you know what I realized? Yeah. You don't realize that until you start, until you start money. making money. You got to go through the process 100%. of making the money. And then you have that. Everybody knows yeah. that moment where yeah. you check the account and you go. And then you like. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, you know, I was at a space from a success perspective that I checked every button that I ever wanted to check. And corporate mm -hmm. check. Entrepreneurship check. Uh, car check. House check. Kids in private school check. So I've done materially everything that I aspire to do. And yeah, obviously there's more stuff, right? Mm -hmm. There's always a bigger house, right? There's always a, a, a faster car, more expensive car. There's always, right? There's always more. But for me, what 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 I desired, I've checked all, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I don't want much. You won your race. I, I, I drove every car, right? Like, I don't, I'm cool, right? I won my race. So now. Some nice cooked food. Some, some nice, you know what I'm saying? Tell a little man. I'm just trying to do me. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, now as I look at life, I'm saying to myself, Man, like, like, what, what is it? What's next? Like, what, what, what am I gonna get the level of fulfillment, right? And this work is what is that next level? It's like Chinese food, right? And 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 all, all my all my real rights know that. You hungry and you starving and you go to the Chinese store and you buy some food. Two hours later, you're still hungry. Cause That's a fact. Because it's empty calories, right? You eating, but you're not really nourishing your body so you don't get full like you would if you ate a healthy meal five quart three course meal five course no, meal right. that that is balanced in the nutrients that you have and so the same thing with money right you're eating but you're not being nourished mm. that's a bile I, I, I could have been a rapper yeah, that's that a was, bar that right you eating but you're not being nourished and so how do you get that nourishment that nourishment comes from helping others Right, that nourishment comes from helping others see, you know, who they could be. Help them maximize their full potential. Right, knowledge is the one thing that you could give away without losing anything. Right, I don't lose by helping others, and so now this journey of my life is like, all right, I, I'm getting the signs. I know they connect with me, but are you being intentional? What could you do intentionally to help that population see their greatness um, and create? You know, other you know, multi-millionaires, you know, in, in in our space, and that and that's and that's the mission that I'm on. Yeah, I, I I love that. I think one of the things that I appreciate about the work that you do is it's so culturally relevant. Yeah, yeah. Like everything that you do is something that connects to the roots. Yeah, and I think it's important because there's. I believe that there's a group of people that only have an ear for you. Mm -hmm. I agree. We could say the same thing. Somebody's going to identify with you. Somebody's going to identify 100%. with me. 100%. Yeah. And so I just, I think about, there was a, well, I wouldn't say me because I've always been a very like voracious reader. I love to read. Mm -hmm. But so many of the people that I grew up around, loved ones, like, they'd be like, yo, bro, like, why are you reading so? Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I don't watch TV. I love to read though. Yeah, I get excited going. To, take me into a bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me a good time. Yeah, right. But they're like, oh, what's that? Mm. It isn't until I read it and I explain it to them, and right. they're like, oh, all right, cool, mm. right? Or they hear Nip talk about Contagious, right? And it's a. But I love how you you package it in a way. Yeah, it's like you put the medicine in the candy. That that that's the thought that was in my head. Yeah, you put the medicine in the candy, yeah. and it's like, 
I see what he's doing. Yeah. And I appreciate that because we really need, um, whether we f- whether we free on the outside or yeah. we behind a wall, we need, however we need to get it into the hands and yeah. into the minds, Yeah, like, we need that. Yeah, because you know, you know what I think? I think that people forget where they once were, right? And so for me, I consider myself an enlightened being, right? I'm very self-aware. I'm aware of, of, of energy, what's around me. Um, I'm a master manifester. Anything I decide that I want, I put in my head, I can have it in real life, right? But I also remember the times where I wasn't that. And a lot of times when we get to certain levels, because we forget, we try to have people see what we see at the level that we're at, right? It's almost like um, a giraffe and a turtle. A giraffe... Pause based on the length of his neck. The vantage point is right? different. The vantage point is different. So the so the giraffe could see where the the turtle, you know, their, their vision is limited. And so in order to be able to, you know, help a turtle, you have to speak to them at the level in which they are first. You know what I'm saying? And so for me... Um, it's really just understanding that, all right, I know where y'all are because I was there before. And so, like you said, put the medicine in the candy. What are you listening to right now? What has your attention right now? And how can I add what I know you need within that? Right. And so if, if you listen to rap music, I bet I'm a, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm a write a book about finance. I'm gonna put in a rap music and, 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 you know, using rap. Yo, you know, you know how many people came to me and said, yo, they never read a financial literacy book ever in their life until I wrote the Jay-Z 444 book. Yo, listen, it's crazy. that's real. Yeah. That, that's, that's when I knew, I remember the first time I heard 444. Yeah. And I and I said to myself, this is not this is not a Jay Z album. This is a Sean Carter album. Mm, facts, right? I sat in the bed. I was going through my divorce. I sat in the bed, and the first thing I was listening to was Kill Jay Z. Mm, mm-hmm. Just a, the mentality, yeah, yeah, of the ego versus yeah, like, yeah. And then you you listen to the the artwork of starting with Kill Jay Z, mm-hmm. and then. You know, he gets to, you know, this is whole. Right. Fuck like pretty Sean Carter. Right. And the duality of yep. ego and how it, fe- and like, I'm like, yo, that was, th- that is, besides Reasonable Doubt, my yeah. favorite Jay-Z yeah, yeah. album. 100%. Yeah. And you wasted no time. Yeah, n- none. No, that, no. I felt like y'all both released it. I thought y'all released the album yo, and the, the book the, together. The, the, I was me, like, yo, yo Ash got a book out yo, three weeks later. Crazy. Let me tell you, though. I literally listened to the album, right? I know that y'all you wanna I know that date. June 30th, yep. 2017. Yep. I, at midnight, I was I was like waiting. I'm listening to it. And I'm listening to this joint. And everybody was fascinated at oh, he talks about the elevator fight, he talks about Chin on Beyonce. That's 20% of the album. 80% of the album he's talking about home ownership. He's talking about generational wealth. He's talking about credit. Legacy, so, legacy. Legacy, right? And so as I'm hearing all of these financial lessons, right? Like that's what that album was. It was a financial lesson. But I felt like he told us the what. But he didn't tell us how. 
Right? He told us we need to big, you know, we need to own a home. He told us stop spending money in a strip club. He told us, you know what I'm saying, like to to you know to, uh, the difference between a will and a trust and building legacy. He told us like all these things. He's uh, like he telling us about creating multiple streams of income, merrily merrily we eating off these streams, streams, right? But how do you do it? And so for me, I am hip hop. Got it. I am a financial educator. I got it from here, yay, damn, right? I got it, Hov. Mm-hmm. I got it. Like, 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 like you, like you, you, you through the alley. And then honestly, it didn't even really start as a book, though. It started at um, at the time I was doing a lot of speaking engagements at colleges. So it actually started as a as a workshop. I was just going along mm, doing workshop at different sense. yeah, doing doing workshop at different schools and stuff like that. So I that was easy for me to put it put it together. Um and then, you know, once like students were like loving it, they was like, Can I get can I, you know, can I get the slides? Can you can you explain this a little more? And I and and immediately it was like, Oh, this needs to be a book. And you know what I'm saying? I just put the metal to the pedal. I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, this he don't miss. Yeah. Yeah, and the crazy thing, and this is like I don't really, really talk about this too much though, but the crazy thing about it is that I didn't think it was going to take off like it did. Uh, so here's a here's a here's a little known fact: if you go to um, to Google right now and just Google the wake up call or Google the four forty four book, you're gonna see two covers, right? Because I see where you're going. Jay Z's four forty four album was this beige cover and it said 444 on it that's it with a with a with a uh parental guidance thing bet so in my mind i'm a business guy i'm like oh i can write a book i'm gonna make it same color you thought i'm gonna put 444 on it <laughs> i'm gonna put a, a a parental advisory thing on it and i'm gonna be good because i know i know copyright law you can't copyright or trademark a number so i said i'm good um and it was just gonna be, you know, you know, you know, uh, uh, pay homage to Hove. Um, the book took off, you know what I'm saying? Like to the point where, um, you know, I was in Money Magazine, Yahoo Finance, Billboard, uh, Rap Radar, like you name it. Like there was not the Source Magazine. There was not one media outlet that did not cover my book. Um, to the point where I so I like I went crazy crazy with it, um, and for me, um, what made me change the cover was I st people from oh I even look his other thing and you know it's marketing right so I ain't doing you know what I mean but the other thing though is too is salute the rail salute the Memphis Bleak um, I did an interview they had a podcast they had a uh, they had a pod so Bleak. Uh, Brian Axelrod and and uh, and Jay's Jay's nephew Rel had a podcast called uh, Do Say Fridays, right? Um, um, at Rock Nation or whatever, and and so um, you know I had a connect who put the you know put you know put the dots together and was like, yo, I want to interview you on the book. I said, oh, oh, bet. So you know I got my I got my paper planes hat, I got my Rock Nation hat on. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to take the picture for the Rock Nation, so I'm like, oh, I got my Rock Nation go picture. Couch vibes. Yo, you know what I'm trying to say? Um, and so I, I go in there, they interview me, interview does well, um, and then I started getting um, not hate, but like people were like confused. Like, mm. is this a real right connected to? Uh, the is actual it really project. connected to the actual project? And me understanding business, I was like, nah, I don't want no smoke. 
I don't want no smoke. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Let me change this cover so that way there's a clear distinction between Jay-Z's album and my actual book. Right, you know what I'm saying? You. So I so I changed the the uh the cover so it's so the cover's black and gold now. It says the wake up call, you know, and it still does numbers, so it didn't really change my sales or anything like that. Um, but I, out of respect for, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, what, what, uh, you know how J. Cole be like, yo, I, yo, I can't believe I let Nas down. Like, I don't want to leave, I don't want to let Hov, yeah, I want to let, let Hov down. So I was like, all right, let me change this. You got to get that in the Book of Hov Museum, bro. Yeah, yo, it's, it's funny because I haven't, I haven't been there yet, but it's going to close December 4th. So I'm, I'm on my way. Bro, you know you, what I'm saying? Come on. Um, yeah, 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 I got you, to. You, 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 that's. Yeah, I have that's to. A, that's a pilgrimage. You no, what I'm saying, I have to, I have to, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the thing for me, though, is, um, you know, can I say this on camera? I don't know if I can say this on camera. <laughs> I don't know if I can hey, say this on camera. Thing, do your thing. Sheesh, I say this? Um, ugh, I, I don't think I'm going to say it. I'll All tell right, you about so, the scene. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'll tell you about the scene. Because, <laughs> because I, cause there's, certain, you know, there's certain things that you want to keep sacred. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say this. You. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 it, but that experience, though. I'll say this, though. That experience of, um, whether it's a real connection or a vicarious connection to somebody who raised me, because I've been listening to Jay since I was 15 years old. Yeah. Right. And so you got to think, but so I've been listening to Jay since 15. How? What was I was. Uh, 37, right? So you you talking 22 years. We grew up together. Right? 20, no, 36, right? So you're talking about 21 years of listening to this man and now having a semi-connection to him and somehow, in some shape or fashion, you know, it was uh it was a, a blessing that um, you know. Nah, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Change is cool to yeah. cop, but more important. Lawyer fees, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie. My favorite part of the project, even outside of the the album, was the footnotes. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. You did some footnotes. Yo. I mean, yo, I mean, you get that. Hey, what, 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 what we in? 2023? Who knows? I mean, four, four, look, four years from now, see where I'm going. Four years from now, it's the 10 year yeah, anniversary yeah. of the 444 album. You know what I'm saying? In 2023, I'm a little more connected than I've ever been in my life. You know what I mean? So as a master manifesto, who knows? Who knows what could happen in 2027, God's will? Hey, listen, hope, hope by, you know what I mean? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the work with, with uh, recidivism. Yeah. What? What's oh, look, not, not, not to cut you off, not to cut you off, but, but cast the parallel, cast a parallel. Invest Fest 2023, I introduced my uh, Abundance Code nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. Who did I partner with? I partnered with Reform. <laughs> right? I partnered with Reform. Um, you know, salute to everybody there. You know, Britton, Kenny, you know, Robert Rooks, who's the CEO, uh, you know, right now. And, and we're, we're talking behind the scenes, doing some stuff. Um, you know, I got an opportunity to interview Shine, um, you know, you know, there. Um, I put a, a beautiful panel together. Um, but, you know, we've been talking about doing some work together. And so um, it's it's a it's like a full circle moment. Um, and it's it's just kind of showing 
um, that there are people already doing the work, but there's a, a, a level of uh, value that I could add as a financial educator to the work to help, you know, that population, you know, get, you know, get to the next level. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's very important. Yeah. I think, again, I've seen it, you know, I, my, um, I won't say who, but I have family members who yeah. um, did some, you know what I mean? So I, I've experienced what it's like to do time with somebody, yeah. what it does to a family. Yeah. And then just to transition in, Back into society and, yeah. and all that. And oddly enough, um, and I'm sure, you know, I'm, I hope she she's okay with me saying this, but my children are products of, you know, my, my wife's dad is in jail. Mm. And so even though I've never been to jail, my wife's never been to jail, her dad is, is currently in jail. And so birthdays, uh, right? right. We got, we got, we got to, you know, we got to send those video mails, you know, to someone that's incarcerated. So there's still this level of, I'm still, right. I'm still affected by it directly too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. No, that, I, yeah. I appreciate that. I mean, the work, we need everybody. This is a seat at the table for everybody. 100%. And we all, you know, I think that's the, you know, I, it always makes me think about the one hand wash the other, both wash the face Facts. kind of thing. Right. So. Yeah. Um, I, I love I love that work. What what are um, I know you announced it at, at Investors, but yeah. what what is the core initiative or what's the piece of it that you focused on right now? Yeah, and uh, like how can people you know learn more about it, get connected to it? Yeah, yeah. Just go to um, abundancecommunity.org. Uh, that's our official website. Um, so the, so the goal of um, you know the abundance code. Is oh did I say abundancecommunity.org or yeah. abundance code? Go to abundancecode.org. Uh, because abundance community is my other community. So abundancecode.org. Um, and that's our official website. But abundance, uh, the, the goal of abundance code um uh, is to really uh number one, provide a curriculum, right, for mm. formerly incarcerated men and women and those who are impacted, right? So I say justice impacted individuals. So really giving them a blueprint on how to get back on their feet financially after they, they come home, right? That's the that's number one. But number two, it's also um, being able to identify people who are or were formerly incarcerated and have built six, seven, and eight-figure businesses and connecting those people with together. And so I call them abundance coaches, right? And so now not only are we going to um, give you the, the roadmap, this curriculum. We're also going to give you like an accountability partner, right? An mm. abundance coach who is going to be connecting with you um, and really kind of guiding you because they've they've been where you've been before, I like that. right? Um, and then I've been I'm, I'm in talks right now um, with Operation Hope, um, and they are a they're, they're like the 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 fin they're like the 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 Walmart of financial, financial literacy, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of partnerships where they're in banks, they're in schools. That's actually how I got my first start in 2004 um, through the their banking on our uh, banking on our future program, Operation Hope Banking on Our Future oh, program word. was the first time I've ever taught financial literacy in inner city schools. Um, and so and so I started with them. Um, again, another full circle moment, right? You know, salute to John Hope Bryant, um, who's now a, a mentor to me. Um, it's actually his idea, at, like his inspiration, that made me want to start this nonprofit. Um, but I'm in 
talks with them now uh, to try to figure out a partnership where, um, you know, you know, those who are coming home uh, can be assigned to a, um, you know, Operation Hope um, advisor who can help them. You know, they help with first time home ownership. Uh, yeah, they, they have they got all sorts oh, of man. They have uh, this initiative where they're helping create a, a million uh, black business owners. So they have a lot of initiatives in which uh, my organization wants to plug into. And so we're trying to figure out the, the particulars, but ultimately the goal is to to give, you know, those who are formerly incarcerated uh, access to the information to learn how to become financially free, access to, um, you know, a, a community of, of accountability coaches who can help them, and then access to real tangible ways that they could, you know, build wealth. Um, and then And then, you know, you know, the, the show is about human behavior, right? And human behavior always defaults to what it knows. Yep. And that's why we have a big problem with recidivism because when guys come home, women as well, when they come home, uh, they revert to what they know. They try, you know, to, to go on the on, 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 on straight and narrow for a little bit, but when things get tough, they revert to what they, they know and that's how they get back. Mm -hmm. But what we want to do is we want to change that human behavior. We want to um, give them access to people that they're familiar with through the abundance coaches, but now instead of leaning back to your support system, which is the block, which is convincing you to go in a different direction, you know, lean on us as a community so we could tell you, nah, fam, this is how you're going to do it, you know, and, and give you that support system so that you don't have to, you know, look yeah. back. You can only, you know, move forward. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I ask everybody, you know, before we, we wrap, if you could give somebody one mindset, mm. one perspective, Right, to forward them yeah. on becoming, you know, in your terms, the most abundant version of themselves. Yeah, what would that be? Um, whew, I got two, but I but I'll give you. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the first, the first, the first one I would say is uh, to become who you are, mm -hmm. right? And what I mean by that is a lot of us in our. Um, environments and our teachings and uh, everything we were taught was about doing right grind hard go to school like do this thing and if you do this thing you're going to have this result but the truth of the matter is that it's be do have yeah, yep right universal truth be who you are and in your being, when you accept your greatness, when you accept, like, in everything you do, there is this, this common denominator, right? Like, I am inspiration and motivation. It doesn't matter where I go, I'm going to inspire and motivate somebody. Mm. I go to the supermarket, I'm inspiring and motivating somebody. I go play ball, I'm inspiring and motivating somebody. I go, wherever I go, I am inspiration and motivation. And so what I do is I take that inspiration and motivation and I do something with it that allows me to have what I need to have. And so I want everybody to, number one, the mindset is to first identify first who are you in your being, and I want you to be that. Mm -hmm. And then once you become that, right, like, like you, don't, you, don't, you don't do success, you become successful, right? You chatting now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't do abundance, you become abundant, right? And you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do like millionaire stuff you become a millionaire right before i ever made millions of dollars i was a millionaire nobody could tell me otherwise 
whether Chase Bank, Bank of America, Citibank, they just ain't know it. Ditto. But I became a millionaire prior to ever generating any millions of dollars. Because in my being, I believe that I am a millionaire. And so in that being, it taught, like, what do millionaires do then? If I'm a millionaire, if I became a millionaire, what, does, what, what do millionaires do? If I am successful, right? If I'm successful in my being, I don't need you, like, anything I start is successful before I started. I don't need the results to prove that I'm successful. I am successful, and so if I am successful and I'm starting a podcast, what do successful podcast people do? And I'm gonna do that. Mm. And once I do that, I'm going to have, again, be, do, have, I'm going to have a successful podcast. If, I'm, if I am a eight-figure earner in my being, well, what is it that eight-figure earners do I'm going to do that. Now I'm going to have a, a, a business that makes eight figures, right? So that'd be, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I want people to become. Um, the second thing is the mindset is that I want you to change your relationship with money. A lot of people, again, we're taught that we need to work hard for money. But the truth is money should be working hard for us. Mm. Right? Yeah. We, need to, we need to change that position. Instead of us being the employee where money is telling us what to do, right? It's, it's, it's our employees, so it's our employer, and so we're the employee, and it's telling us what to do, and we react based on what money says? You gotta change that. Money works hard for me, I, I'm the employer. I'ma tell money what to do. And so, a lot of us who don't come from money, yeah, you're gonna have to work in the beginning to make money, but that active work needs to turn into passive work. Yep. And that money that you make, don't just spend it on bills and 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 you know just you know doing this this roller coaster or this hamstring uh you know or hamster wheel rat, uh, race. rat race of your life what you need to do is take that money and buy income producing assets and let those assets now build and accumulate so they can take care of you you know i'm such a big proponent on books for instance like in god's will i'm gonna write probably 40 books why because Right now, if I if, if if I decided to not do any work, I make enough passive income from my books that I could take care of all of my basic necessities. Everything else is butter. Everything else is butter. So guess what? That's all from I did the work one time. So I so I'm breaking it down that way because I want people to understand what I mean by income producing assets, right? I did the work one time, I wrote the book, and then now the book is selling over and over and over again, and now I'm making income from it because the book is the asset. Working smarter, not harder. You know what I'm saying? And so that that can happen with real estate, right? A lot of people want to buy their first home so they can live in. What if you bought an investment property first? And then you allow a tenant to pay you, or you did Airbnb or whatever, right? So there's so many ways that you could take the money that you're earning put that into an, uh, an asset that produces income, and that's how you switch your relationship with money. Listen, I, I don't got nothing to say. I'm excited. I want to see this. Listen, I appreciate you, my brother. Likewise, Thank you brother. so Likewise. much. Yes, sir. Uh, the culture needed this, whether they knew it or not. Yes, sir. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Bro. Man, go to my website, uh, IamAshCash.com. You can follow me on all social media platforms at 
I am Ash Cash. Um, and brother, I appreciate you, man. Just, just happy to be here. Thank you for all the work you're doing. And I'm glad, you know what I mean? We got the, we got the connect. Oh, no, we had to. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was in the making. Y'all know me. I'm the one with tongue on everything. And I'll see y'all on the next pod. Peace. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.